You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You'd better tell a captain we've got to land as soon as we can. This woman has to be gotten to a hospital. A hospital? What is it? It's a big building with patients, but that's not important right now. How much time till we're on? Get, get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, and it's a horrible start to the show tonight. Welcome to Sports Day. Hello to all our listeners through the Super Radio Network. Of course, the SEN Network, 1170 Sydney, 1620 Gold Coast, SENQ, 693 AM in Brisbane. Through the SEN app and also all of our SEN track stations, hello to you. We are here with thanks to Kia and a genuine fight has erupted in the Sports Day studio tonight because sat mm. because a couple of mates from the gym of the morning have said, I don't like that. It, I'm sick of the, the, the Ron Burgundy thing. You've got to change it. So Sats tonight has So thrown, I snuck in. Yeah, but you've thrown this in. You'd better tell the captain we've got to land as soon as we can. This woman has to be gotten to a hospital. <laughs> a hospital? What is it? It's a big building with patients, but that's not important right now. <laughs> so that's, what's that got to do with a show about okay, to do start? Me, do you want me to disclose? You mentioned the word patience in there. It's my patience putting up with you each night. That's That's what it is. That's a long bow. That's the truth. Well, so we're just going to have flying high quotes every night now. We should. We should. We should have a different different opener every night. No. Yeah. Not because Spiffo or whatever his name is, one of your mates, says you got to. Podge. Or Podge and Buffo (laughs) and whoever else you're working. No. No, no, no. Ron Burgundy says, we're on. It's like the start of a show. That's just, why don't we get Crocodile Dundee going, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Not a bad idea. It's, it's not a bad idea. Why do you have to do it every night? Why do you have to fire me up every single night? How dare, how, how. How dare you. On Jack's last night as well. Yeah, Jack's last night. I'm a little bit. A little bit emotional tonight. We've actually got pizza about to be delivered as well, which we're going to be eating on behalf of Jack's departure. Yeah, well, you know, we're going to be eating, you and I. Yeah. what you're saying. So you know those sometimes in the pizza boxes and you get that little table that separates the top of the box from the chair? Is that what Jack's eating off tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and we cut it up into little bite-sized pizzas for him. I don't want him to burn his tiny little hands tonight. Good luck, Jack. Jack's going to actually... Um, He's doing the last laugh. He's doing the last laugh. Yeah. And we're going to play a song for him tonight to finish off the, the show. We can't we can't think of, all we can come up with is, oh, I can come up with Michael Flatley, but apparently he's American. Or Tiny Dancer. Or Tiny. And he's small. Small Town by John Mellencamp. But if you've got a song, it's, I think Irish. What do you reckon? For Jack, because yeah, he is Irish. it's got to be. Cause. Yeah, the cause. Wow. Oh, aren't they a riveting act? <laughs> all the good ones come from Ireland, don't they? Mm-hmm. 
like uh, you, Sinead O'Connor. Well, U2 is an easy go-to, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm, if I hear another U2 song, I'm going to vomit. Did you actually Fitzy, uh, the, who's one of our listeners, he said to me the other day, watch Eddie Vedder do one, which is one of their great songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So YouTube Eddie Vedder one, which I did after he told me. Unbelievable. Outstanding. Tonight on the show, we have Cowboys assistant coach Dean Young. By the way, help us out with which song we should finish the show with tonight to dedicate to Tiny Jack. Mm. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. Uh, Dean Young. Cowboys assistant joining us uh, tonight. Plus, we should talk to him about Charity Shield. Former yeah, Dragons. Dragons. Yeah, proud Dragons player. Yeah, he's, he's a great man, Dean Young. Um, very good coach from all reports. And uh, talking about the Charity Shield, just watching Fox Sports at the moment, and they've got they've got old Charity Shield games on. Well, would Wally Fullerton Smith be involved in this game? No, not this one. This is uh, this is after nineteen eighty eight. This would be this would be mid two thousands. Is think. that Fletch? No, that's oh, that's what's that's his in- name. That's Andrew King. Andrew King. He's the King. He's the Andrew King kid from Casino. It's Maddie King's brother who played oh, for it? Melbourne Storm. Yeah, and young Ethan King who played fullback for the Roosters on the weekend. Very good young fullback. He's Andrew King's son. Son, right? Um, so yeah, I'm actually looking forward this week to one the Charity Shield because really we've never we have hosted the Charity Shield not on a, a lot of occasions. We've had to go to the UK. I'm really excited about the Charity Shield this weekend and also the World Club Challenge. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, St. George Illawarra legend Wally Fullerton-Smith would join us. We had Tucker Data. Coleman We had Tucker Coleman on the other, da- other night and he talked about the bloody days of the, of the charity shield. Well, he was right amongst that same period yep. as well. He was a tremendous player, Wally Gator uh, Fullerton-Smith. Uh, played for Australia, started with Queensland about 1983, played for Australia for a number of years. Missed out on the 1986 Kangaroo Tour because he played Australia 83, 84, 85. Missed out 86 yeah, in right. Kangaroo Tour. I want to ask him why. Jeez, I tell you, remember back in the old days they used to they used to play, it was obviously the charity shield was for the children's hospitals. Yep. The more players that end up in hospital yep. after the game, mm. broken everything. Uh, we want the best players who represented Australia without getting an origin jumper. I'm going to try and put a team together Oh, tonight. without getting an origin jumper. So they've skipped origin. Played for Australia. Played for Australia. Okay, one straight away. I'm going to throw Joel Clinton. There you go. Yep, front rower. Made of yours. Yep, didn't didn't play for uh, New South Wales. There's some there's someone really obvious who's done it recently. Nathan Blacklock. He's another one. Okay. Yep. Send us uh, some of your uh, suggestions through oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. As I said, uh, Jack leaves us tonight. I actually introduced as a I did it as a treat. Jack and also the new guy Cohen, I introduced them to the Bogan cigar today. Oh, really? And they were they I didn't give them any. Mm. I ate it all myself. Actually, I'm feeling a bit dodgy after it's just sitting there. Explain to the listeners what a Bogan cigar is. It's a sausage roll inside a plain long roll with with sauce. I introduced it to my my Kiwi in laws, my brother in law who lives in Chicago, and he thought it was the most disgusting thing he's ever heard of. I'm not saying it's nice, but he's He's taken it back to Chicago. I remember I got yep. you onto it. Yeah, I loved it. But the thing you've got to what, what was missing though was a chalky milk with it. Mm. It's, you've got to have the Bogan cigar and the chalky milk. If you haven't had that Bogan cigar, give it a go this weekend. Just go to the bakery, get yourself a plain roll, uh, a, a sausage roll, and plenty of uh, tomato sauce. And that, my friends, is the meal of champions. Hey, listen, I've got some breaking news. It's not sports related. 
But there's a man who's been hailed a hero, hero after helping a woman give birth while on their Tinder date. Huh? Yeah, what? I, I understand. Yeah, what? I can understand the confusion there. So, You're, are you think what I'm thinking? It was a nine month Tinder date. No, so oh. he he's gone out with a female who's pregnant. Who's pregnant? Yeah. I wonder, did she her disclo- water's broken. She's disclosed that beforehand. Yeah, what's well, on her Tinder profile? I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Okay. Looking for a partner. Good on him. And he's dated. Have a listen. This is this is the. I didn't get there from Brisbane, by the way. And she was going to go and pick him up and all that sort what of stuff. What part of Brisbane first? Because it might explain this. I'm not saying. Okay, right. I'm not getting linked into somewhere south of Brisbane. Anyway, here we go. So yeah, eight weeks together, a couple of dates, and I was supposed to pick him up from a work trip at the airport. And I've texted him and I said, I'm so sorry, my waters have actually broken and I'm stuck at the hospital, you're gonna find a way home. So once he landed, he got a taxi to his place, unpacked, and then he said, I'm gonna come and see you. And I was a little bit nervous because I was by myself and I was also worried that, okay, yes, I want him as a support person, but what if we end up breaking up in a week's time? We've only had a couple of dates. We don't know each other very well. At this stage, his family didn't know about me or anything like that. But long story short, he ended up coming and he ended up basically being my biggest support. What's that grunting That was the baby on her lap. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't understand one thing she said. It sounded like she's been sucking on a helium balloon. So what what did she actually say? They'd been on a couple of dates. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, she was meant to pick him up from the airport. He was coming back from a work trip. Yep. She couldn't go. Water broke. He went into hospital, was there with her while she gave birth. That was it. My question is, though, and I know this is very... It's Kyla Jackie <laughs> I want to ask the question tonight, right? Have you ever dated someone who's pregnant? Not looked pregnant like me. Have you ever dated someone who's pregnant? Have you ever dated you someone who's a sporting show? Hey? Yeah, I know, but I just, I it just piqued my interest. Uh, outside of your partner, have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, have you? Have you been a single bloke, and you've started dating a woman who's pregnant, or with someone That's else's child? It's not yours. Wow. Is this? The, I don't know if I could do it. The, I'm too selfish. It's just the depth of the show that it's gone. We're running out of phone topics. <laughs> I'm just interested. Aren't you interested? No. And did you stick around and did you raise the child? Like, I reckon, oh, good well, on him. They're no, going to move in together now. Well, maybe he can't have children. Oh, well, now that's a bit negative. No, maybe he can't have children. That's why he's taken this path of dating. He was just about to adopt Jack as his baby. <laughs> and now he's got one, a real one. Because he's baby-sized. and I'm going to miss him sitting on your lap at the end of the show. Yeah. With- when he reads a joke. It gets a bit creepy. He looks up at you lovingly. Mm. Anyway, have you dated someone pregnant other than someone you impregnated? Is that how we say it? Oh. I, I bet you there's no one out there. I bet you there is no one. Anyway, this is our... It's Kyle Jackie ...segment for tonight, 0457 Can we ask Dean Young whether he knows anyone that... Yeah. Right, we should do that. Yep. Top stories, top stories tonight. Nathan Cleary is prepared to strike if players don't get our fair share. Well, the NRL and the RLPA, from all reports, have agreed in principle to these these new conditions. And outside of the salary cap, are we still going on about this? Seriously? Are the players still threatening that they're going to possibly strike? They're not going to strike. I know we don't want to strike. It's going to hurt the fans, whatever it may be. Um, But the NRL sat on their hands and they stalled negotiations because they wanted to get the the broadcast deal as their priority. They wanted to get that across the line, which they did, of course, last year. And um, 
with a new team coming in the competition, the new broadcast deal commences. And, but the negotiations seem to be making progress. We, we saw during last week that, in principle, like I said, they'd agreed to some conditions and it was all around the NRLW competition, yep. which is minimum wage. And there was always an increase in salary cap, a huge increase in salary cap. Uh, some uh, yeah, private health funds, some uh, pregnancy uh, processes and systems as well around that. Uh, leave, caring, le- carers leave, whatever it may be. It looks as though that they're, they're heading in the right direction, okay? But we can't, two weeks out from the comp, again, attempt to try and hold the game to ransom and throw these idle threats out there. Um, and whether it's Nathan, whether it's anyone, you know, any of the players, I'm, I'm not singling out Nathan at all. I, I love Nathan Clear. He's a great young man. Well, he's man. put himself out there today. Yeah, so um, I, I just feel as though that we've got to try and – I know you, we want to try and – focus on the season, the start of the season, and make it as exciting as possible. But this has the ability to dull the start of the season. You know, the biggest problem with NRL players, and I've been there, I've got no doubt I was one of them, sometimes you feel as though you're smarter than the executive management team, the the team that's running the NRL, the people that have been involved in multinational companies for many years and are so used to Mm, debate mm. and negotiation and mediation. So... I would say to the players, have faith in your your leader in Clinton Newton that he can sit at the same table as Andrew Abdel and Peter Valandis and get things done. If you can do that and worry about just worry about playing footy, we can guarantee everything will come around in favour of the playing group. Yeah, yeah, good call. Hey, just on uh, some cricket news as well. It's a, a night's not going to go by that we don't yell at a cloud reader cricket. Actually, I'm not going to do it tonight. I'm going to be remain really level level headed when it comes to cricket chat tonight. I'm going to let AB, <laughs> Alan Bordy, yell at the cloud because he 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 can't believe Travis Head was left out of the first test. He actually thought he was sick. I thought he must have been crook or he's injured himself or something's happened. I just couldn't believe that Travis Head could be left out just on a whim that I oh, he didn't play very well in India last time or when they were in Sri Lanka just recently or whatever. You know that that's a maybe. You know, a, a case, but you're allowed to improve. And I think Travis Head is one of those players who has improved. And he showed it during the summer on difficult pitches. And they weren't spinning pitches. They were fast bowler friendly. But still, you know, he deserved the opportunity to, to play in that first test match. No doubt about it. Yeah. And I think they got that selection really wrong. I think. Yeah, that was AB this morning on Brandy and Vossi on SCN. I don't reckon he's going to play in the... Um... He, he has to. In the second test. He's, I don't think he is, mate. He has to. I mean, there's no, I know he has there's to. no way I know they can to. leave him out. Mm. I'm not confident. I'm not, AB's going on to say he's, uh, if he was, his 11 would be Warner Kwaja opening, fair enough. Head at three. I think head should be up the order. Play that while the ball's still got a bit of shine on it. Mind you, the ball's still got a bit of shine on it when they're coming in at eight at the moment. Uh, Labuschagne, four. Smith, five. Hanscom, six. Green, if he's fit, at seven. At eight, Carey. Nine, Cummins. Ten, Lyon. And if fit, at 11, Hazelwood. Now, there's well, a Hazel, few holes. Hazelwood won't be fit. No. Uh, Stark, from all reports last night, Adam Collins, live. Uh, as they were training, was saying that Stark looked okay. So did Cam Green. So there's a, a chance they may be named tomorrow at the toss. Uh, I'll throw one up at you. Alex Carey. Now, Peter Hanscom, good player of spin, mm. also a wicketkeeper. Yep. Because Todd Murphy's name hasn't been mentioned after oh, taking no. seven wickets. So 
you know, if if Australia got the opportunity to bowl in the first test, there's a chance he could have taken 10 wickets in that test match. So we haven't even mentioned his name. So if Hanscom Hanscom goes to with the gloves, he gives you an opportunity to put Todd Murphy in. I see what you're saying. Look, you know what? He does get deserved to be dropped after his batting performance, Kerry, with the reverse sweeping and all that rubbish. But I think it's a bit hard to keep. You listen to Ian Healy, keeping in India is one of the hardest places to keep. I think you need your experience. The person who does it day in, day out in Kerry to keep. If if Green is fit, I don't think Stark gets a run. I think Green will be used as the second opening bowler. So you'll have Cummins and Green open the bowling. And then you have your spinners in line and Murphy. Just on Travis, he made his debut, his test debut, around 2018, 2017, 2018. I think it was 2018 it was, from memory. Now, we fast forward four and a half, five years later, and exactly like Alan Border said and like we said last night, he's matured. Mm. You know, it, if it's based on stats... I can't. That's a, that's a really it's a really poor it's a really poor way to coach. I can't see them picking Travis Head. They should be. He should be the first or second person chosen that team, or well, top three at least with Smith and Todd Murphy. But I, I just I can't see him. I can't see them reversing their decision to put him in the team. I just can't see it happening. Mm. Before we go to the break, uh, Dean Young, assistant coach for. The Cowboys not too far away. Your mate's on the phone. Glenn. Hello, Scott. Hello. What's your name, Jason? How are you, boys? Yeah, good, good. What do you got in your mind? I had to ring on I had to ring on um my good mate last night. Yep. Fantastic. And Cohen, the new boy. I look forward to working with you on Wednesday and Thursday night soon. Yep. Uh, yes, it was a great day. Good chat. I mean, I, I like the button. I do. But you need to give him a little bit more time. How much more time do you want to give him? Well, he might have something very interesting. You, you just... <laughs> he might have something interesting. He might have something interesting. He's already gone. I've got okay. rid of him. Right Break time. Dean Young, assistant coach of the Cowboys. On the way next, this is Sports Day. <laughs> The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.